listening to another episode of the Off Balance 3. Jeff Young, Brian Miller, and I'm Aaron Hodges. Stop, dudes. Hey. Oh, ah, not too much. As the, Jeff has a good. I, Jeff and I were pre-potting, and uh, that sounds gross. Jeff, yeah, it does. It does sound weird, doesn't it? We're warming up. We do. We actually do a warm-up podcast before this podcast. Is why we're so on when we do this one. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Keep doing that's, what you do. That's a pro move, by the way. The pre-podcast pro move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do that out in the parking lot behind the Winnebago. It's great. <laughs> so, what were you guys talking yeah, about? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I've, uh, I've actually got a, a reason we've got all these crazy scheduling going on today. Is I'm going to a concert, which is like a, a rare thing in my world, but uh, I'm going to a concert tonight, and I'm going to see. Uh, they're called Case Lang Veers, and it's basically uh, Nico Case, Katie Lang, and Laura Veers. Per, they just put out an album and they're, it's amazing and they're doing all their they're they're doing stuff from that as well as stuff from their own catalog and i've seen nico case once before she's amazing i've never seen katie lang but i love her i don't know who the third woman is but she sounds good on the record so i'm pretty pretty psyched hmm. yeah and then oh and i was uh then i want to get my name drop in i i wanted i had to name drop to jeff that i did a show with nico case one time yeah the name sounds familiar Lead singer of the New Pornographers. Okay. Um, also, just kind of an awesome, kind of icy alt country, kind of ethereal alt country records. All right. I can get it's, into it's that. Hard, she's hard to describe. She's really amazing. Check her out if you get a chance. Yeah. What's the percentage of uh, lesbians going to be at the concert? Um, Higher now that Jeff's oh. there. Zing. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Boy, that was a softball. Oh, oh man. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just doesn't seem like a very masculine event here. Is this something your wife's dragging you into, or are you going willingly? No way. No way. Nico, I've seen Nico once before. She's amazing. I've never seen Katie Lang. I love her. They're they're just they're fantastic musicians. I mean, my wife loves them too, but they're they're just they're fantastic. See, and I'm with Jeff here. I'm a huge fan of chick singers. Um, my, if, if there's one person that I will absolutely go out of my way to never, ever miss, it's uh, Amy Mann. She's my oh, nice. absolute favorite. Um, but I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, I've been to see Cat Power a couple of times. And oh, nice. uh, Courtney Barnett I really like. Um, yeah, I, I'm, and more, more ladies than dudes. Uh, the other guy that we always see is uh, Josh Ritter. Whenever he's coming to okay. town. Okay. All right. Yeah. Do you go to concerts a lot, by the way, Aaron? Are you a concert guy? I don't, man. When I was uh, in high school and uh, shortly after high school, I definitely went to a lot. But now, not so much. Um, probably maybe once a year I'll go to a concert, which is pretty bad. Yeah. The last one I went to was my favorite female singer, Tori Kelly. You guys familiar with her? No. Yeah. I've heard the name, though. She is a young pop singer, and normally, I'm not really moving towards the the pop music these days, but she's just extraordinarily talented and easy on the eyes. She is my free pass, as far as my marriage is concerned. (laughs) Have you warned her about that? Tori? (laughs) Yeah, I sent her any any letters, made up, covered up magazine pages or anything? uh, Yeah, I know. It, It is pretty creepy. Actually had an opportunity to meet her at the concert we went to and they you know how at some meet and greets they do like a quick you don't even get to you get to say hey big fan take a picture and get out of there right yeah that's what happened <laughs> so they took one picture and i was like yeah i'm so excited i'm so excited and i looked like i smoked about eight joints before 
<laughs> we took the picture because my eyes are just compl- like half closed. So. Well, now you also kind of have a little bit of stoner face, don't you? Is it just me? You have kind of natural stoner eyes a little bit? Oh, no. Yeah, no, I definitely think so. Yeah. And I don't I even do smoke that, that often anymore. Right? I'll do it like quarterly. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that, that barely even counts in my world. But uh, that's uh, – yeah, because I have a, friend, a couple of friends like that. And I was like, there's nothing you can do about that. It's like, I don't know. Sorry. My eyes are just a little bit on the closed side, you know? It's not... Yeah, like Jim Brewer is the ultimate stoner face. Like he looks yep. like he's yeah. stoned all the time. And that's just the way his face is. So – I have square face. No matter how stoned I get, I look like I'm doing taxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did you see the pictures of, of the dog? Oh, my oh, dear The mutant dog? Yes, I saw the videos, which I'm glad you included because oh. I was kind of right. He does just kind of mash his little face down there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, oh. I met my parents' fourth dog over the weekend, and it has no bottom jaw. It is a sight to be seen, man. I, I just I don't. cannot unsee that. It's crazy, and even in person, it's like a little mutant, like you said, man. Whoa! I'm glad you included the video because there's really no still photograph that can do it do justice to watching that thing sort of <laughs> scrape slash slurp dog food off the floor. Yeah, and I, I'm gonna encourage everyone to go to crookedscoreboard.com because I'll I'll tell the guys to post the, a photo or maybe even the video of this dog. Well, you need that video. Yeah, you need that the is video. a worthwhile video. And it is worth every bit of bandwidth for that video. I knew the still photo wouldn't do it justice, so I had to get a video in there. Uh, this dog, man, I'm, I'm telling you. It's got a broken leg, too, so it hops around oh, on, on three legs most of the time. It's, so God hates this dog. God hates this dog. <laughs> so, Did they name it Job? <laughs> no, they did not. But uh, what is the dog's name? I think they're sticking it sticking with Oz. Oslo is the name, and they're sticking with it. Hmm. Oz, as far as I can tell. Well, but, uh, I'm sure I'll be missing a letter out of that name anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> the Z fell off. He's got to live without the Z now. Oh, the poor thing. The poor thing. <laughs> He's just all. He weighs like four pounds too. It's incredible. Yes, yeah, because half his body parts are missing. I know. <laughs> So, it's a heck of a weight loss plan. Yeah, just lose your jaw. You can't eat that much either, right? So it's the million dollar baby diet. They just keep cutting pieces off it here. You're thin enough. Exactly. So we crowned a new NBA champion since we last talked. I watched it from stem to stern. First basketball game I've watched from tip off in a long time. Just game seven. Yeah, I mean, I watched a bunch of. I've watched a ton of college basketball games. I guess that's not true. I've probably watched a few college games, but. I almost never watch a whole NBA game. I'll watch parts of them. But, nope, we settled in with the uh, dinner, and uh, we watched the whole thing. Nice. Did you enjoy it? Very much. That was a great game. Yeah, it really was. Jeff, did you And I was it? kind of pulling for Golden State, but, I was you know, too. Jeff, do you care? Um, yeah, you know what? I actually, it's crazy, but I actually saw game one and game seven, which were, like, <laughs> complete contrasts in, in everything. Um, after game one, I just thought, well, and then, of course, game two happened, and I was like, well, that's that. Uh, by the time Game Seven rolled around, that was a, that was a, we saw the whole game of that. That was like super entertaining, except for the outcome. Um, but you know, I mean, in as much as I have any allegiance, but uh, yeah, it was a fun game. It was interesting because it, it was going to be a great story regardless of who won. Yeah, because if if the Warriors win it, they get the you know greatest season of all time, undisputed. And then if the Cavs win, the Cleveland finally gets the title. So it was kind of a it, it was kind of a no lose situation if you didn't have a dog in the fight. Absolutely. I mean, after Game Two. 
we were sitting here doing a podcast, just trashing J.R. Smith for doing mm-hmm. his uh, his fundraiser for his reality show. And yeah. we're all like, come on, guy, you're about to lose the NBA finals. <laughs> maybe hold off. And now look at him now. He's, he's maybe running for president. He's walking on air. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was a great game. I, I was disappointed in the outcome as well. I wanted the Warriors to win. Uh, because of that precious Michael Jordan legacy, I, I needed it to go away. <laughs> oh yeah, you're an, are you anti-Jordan? Of course, I was a hardcore Knicks fan. So if you don't hate oh, Michael Jordan, of course, yeah, 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 you know, that would do it. Yeah, I lived in Illinois at the time, so needless to say, I was fine with Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> flashback. Do you remember? This is one of those like things that's gotten lost to history. But do you remember his terrible cartoon with Wayne Gretzky and Bo Jackson? Oh man, it's it's like <laughs> it's vaguely Pro, familiar. It was called Pro Stars. Yeah, oh, and the theme song to the cartoon was uh, "We Will Rock You," you know. But it was like "We Are We Are Pro Stars." <laughs> Jackson had a bat that would shoot baseballs out of it. And Michael Jordan had like a magic basketball and Wayne Gretzky would shoot pucks at people and they would like solve crimes or something. Sounds like a winner. Yeah, it probably exists on YouTube, right? It's got to be. Everything's on YouTube. Pro stars. Let me see if I can dig it up right now. That's, that's terrible. I mean, I remember that really well for no discernible reason, but I bet it was probably on for a se- you know, 12 episodes in 1991. I'd be surprised that it even got 12. That's crazy. Pro Stars cartoon. Oh, my God. It's there, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It sure <laughs> I knew is. It. Wow. <laughs> I can't wait to dig in. I'm watching, oh, all, I'm watching all of these, dude. All 12, how many of them are there? Um, I see 107, so that means uh, seven, seven episodes, maybe. That's amazing. I don't. I wonder when that came out. Yeah, I know. I remember like the fragments of the theme song. It was basically just a giant commercial for all of their BS products, you know. Of course, yeah. What was Wayne Gretzky hawking? I mean, I know all about Jordan and Jackson, but oh, they needed a white guy. They needed a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It was 1991, and NBC. They were like, "Whoa, two black guys on one show. We definitely need a white guy to balance this out." You know, back in the day. And, uh, yeah, who's whiter than Wayne Gretzky? Kenny G? Hmm. Yeah, but who would white people rather follow? I would say Wayne Gretzky would be the, the white the, the white walker king, as it were. Oh, I don't know. I, I think Kenny G has a Pied Piper quality. So I'm Ooh, with... <laughs> intriguing. You know he would lure all the uh, he would lure all the white people with bad taste. Absolutely, the dogs. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Oh man. So kind of a public service thing. <laughs> yeah, it depends on how you're looking at it. <laughs> Number of episodes: thirteen of Pro Stars. By the way, amazing. Oh man. Oh man. 1991, September to December. Sorry, I had to do a little wow. deep research there. No, good for you. I didn't have it in me. Wow. <laughs> I, used to be a, I used to be a newspaper editor, so my journalism skills are still sharp. No kidding. Wow. And uh, 
what's going on with the Padres, Jeff? <laughs> uh, well, actually, they've been winning a little bit lately, but uh, they're, they're just, <laughs> wow, that was uh, is, the most optimistic very, statement I've ever heard anyone say. They've been winning a well, little bit lately. Well, it's strange because you don't expect that, um, <laughs> you know, especially the way the team is currently assembled. They're they're just. You know, right now they're gearing up for the All-Star game, which is going to be here in a uh, couple of weeks, I guess. Are you going? Second week of June. No, I, or second week of July. No, I won't be going to the All-Star game. I might be going to some of the other uh, the other festivities. Um, you know, they have like the, the celebrity softball game and the Futures game where all the minor league prospects are playing and some other stif- stuff like that. Or I might just go downtown and, you know, use it as an excuse to drink beer. <laughs> we'll now, when you say baseball is the best, spo- the suit best sported for an All Star game, um, in you know probably in certain respects uh, it is. Um, you can actually play the game more or less the way it's intended to be played without you know. Um, I mean, people do try to play defense in it, so that's kind of different from other sports. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and you know, but truth be told, I haven't really been into the All Star game for a while. It's kind of I. <laughs> I always feel the same way I, I imagine a lot of the players who don't get voted into the game feel, which is like, ah, oh, we get a nice, you know, few days off <laughs> yeah, to, re- to rest and recover and gear up for the grind. You know, I mean, it's as, as you well know, Brian, is that there's a lot of games. So, uh, <laughs> the, the, the breaks are nice. It's not that I don't love the game, but I do appreciate the breaks. But you, yeah, like a, a baseball, you can assemble that roster and they can all play to their potential. But football is too much about teamwork and like in hockey, similar, but also no one wants to hit each other too hard because it's not yeah, anybody's interest. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely get a more competitive game in the All-Star. I mean, especially the way they've got it geared up now where the um, where the winning team gets home field advantage in the um, World Series. So, Which is um, a great incentive, I think. I think that's brilliant. It's... <laughs> I mean, I can kind of see it. I, I sort of, I don't know. I, I kind of don't like it myself just because it's, they're taking an exhibition game and imbuing it with meaning that it probably, for, for me, it doesn't really belong there. But I can kind of see it from a, like a, from a marketing perspective. If you're worried about people, if you're worried about it becoming like a football or a basketball all-star game where it's just, it's basically a showcase, um, which, I mean, yeah, it kind of is. But it's nice when they actually play a competitive game. Um, so and I think saying- especially baseball. It's okay when they count 183 games, but that 184th is too many to keep on the record. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. That's that's my tipping point right there. You found your number. Yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> the sweet spot. <laughs> oh, that's and then, and then of course the football, the the stupid football uh, Pro Bowl is terrible. Oh and yeah, it's like the week before the Super Bowl. Could anybody possibly care less about an exhibition game in the weeks between that? It's so stupid. That's a recent thing, isn't it? Where they moved it between the week between the Super Bowl. It used to be in the summer, right? Or, or at least well after the Super Bowl was over. I, I don't remember. It, I don't know. I guess that's just to fill the week and make sure people are still talking about football, but uh, talk about your all-time backfires. No one watches the yeah. Pro Bowl. Yeah, the timing's really weird. And and now they're. I understand they're taking it out of Hawaii, too. Mm-hmm. Which, to um, New Orleans, I think, right? I, I, can, I can tell you folks in Hawaii aren't real thrilled about that. Or no, Orlando. I'm sorry. It's Orlando they're going to. Ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, that eh. well, see, they should move it to June more. They should keep it in Hawaii, but move it to June because I would watch any football right now, no matter how bad. I'm football starved. Yeah, you're absolutely right. 
I mean, we recorded a new episode of Quick Snaps the other day, and I listened. It was good. Did the uh, majority of time talking about uh, Akib Talib and him shooting himself. So that's like uh, the amount of news that's going on in the NFL right now. Like that's the main focus. So yeah, I'm with you, man. If I could turn on the TV tonight and watch those guys fool around and you know half-ass some football, I'm all for it. Oh, I would pay I would pay fifty dollars on pay per view right now to watch the Titans versus the Jaguars. Wow, you're Jonesing. I am. I need it. I need it. It just kicked in. I've been feeling totally good until just the last few days, and I was like, oh, oh, I need football. Where is it? Where is it? Well, it's just because because uh, basketball and hockey just ended, and it's just baseball pretty much. Maybe I don't know. I think I just I think I just hit my limit. I just need, I need my football back. I'm gonna have to start watching like videotapes of old Canadian football games or something. <laughs> Did you guys watch? Are you watching uh, any of the soccer tournaments that are going on right now? I'm not. I don't know. Jones of course that bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not watching it. Uh, okay. All right. I watched about uh, a few minutes of the U.S. versus uh, who was it? Uh, whatever it was before they played Argentina and got destroyed. But uh, <laughs> it was fun. But uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not that into it either. But my, my buddy texted me the other day from high school. I just reconnected with him. And he was telling me, he was like, hey, are you watching the Mexico game? I was like, no, should I be? <laughs> and he goes, uh, well, the, the Mexican coach, I don't know if you remember this, but he trained us for a week back in the day in high school. I was like, what? Wow. That's crazy. Huh. It's a small you world. You watch the Mexico game. That, yeah, I was going to say, you got a little connection there. You, you can call him coach. Yo, coach. I don't even remember the guy's or name. El Cocho. I don't know. <laughs> I think they lost like 7 nothing though. <laughs> e. Well. So. Well, I'm sure someone's head's going to end up in a duffel basket because of that. <laughs> it falls right in the world. I mean, El Chapo's locked up, so who knows what his reach is like now. Yeah, I've been watching. I've been reading that Killing Pablo by Mark Bowden. Fascinating. Oh, yeah? But Escobar's oh. obsession with soccer and like the... I don't know, really highlights the intense consequences of soccer. I guess that's true. Like, I watch soccer and it seems boring, but that's because I don't live in a country where I realize, yeah, but some of these guys could get murdered if they don't win. Like, oh, the yeah. stakes are high. Oh, <laughs> Did you watch uh, the 30 for 30, the two Escobars? Oh, one of the best ones. That was fa- fascinating. Yeah, that one was really good. Of course, now everybody's talking about the O.J. Simpson thing, but I haven't watched one episode yet, but everybody says it's amazing. I can't wait to see it. You haven't, haven't watched it, it either? Now, they put them on uh, Netflix really soon after they air, so I will, I'll catch them on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> true. Uh, so I can't wait to see that one. But even uh, with Escobar, did you watch uh, Narcos? Yeah, that was a great show. Really good. Really good. <laughs> that dude who plays Escobar is intense. He's the uh, he's the Latino Tony Soprano. Or Gandalf, <laughs> you know, He just uh, like stands there, and he's intense. What a performance, too. I mean, how can the guy be so intimidating with a, with a gut like that? But... Oh, absolutely. It's like Gandolfini, right? Exactly. Yeah. He's from your neck of the woods. (laughs) Yeah. Fun fact, I live about a half mile away from where the final scene of The Sopranos was filmed. Ooh. What do you think happened at the end of Sopranos? Uh, You know what? I don't know. I didn't see it. I only watched (gasps) one season. (gasps) I know. I know. I only watched one season of Sopranos because I was poor. We didn't have HBO, but they had HBO when I was did my one year of college, and uh, that's when I watched it. And it was really good. I loved it. So, 
So you don't own like a DVD player or like a I know. computer screen? I, know. A, I mean, it's like, I thought you were from New Jersey. I just assumed you had tattoos of it. I'll tell you what I played poker with a guy who was definitely descendant of uh, Tony Soprano the other day I hope you lost for your sake oh I did I donated (laughs) but uh, but I'll be back speaking of TV fans this is a total digression but the weirdest thing I ever saw in my life and no one else was there to see it with me so I can't prove it happened but I was working in a comic book store many years ago and a guy came in looking for old Andy Griffith memorabilia and I said yeah you know we've had some of that come through but we don't have any right now and he said, I'm a big fan. And I said, oh, yeah, me too. I like Andy Griffith. And he says, uh, I'm the biggest fan. You want me to show you? <laughs> so I said yes. And the guy starts taking his shirt off and rolling his pant legs up. And he has, I would say, eight, mm, eight to nine-inch diameter portrait tattoos of the entire cast of Andy Griffith covering his entire body. Ugh. Oh my! Arms, legs, chest, back. It's Andy. It's Ain't B. It's Barney. Floyd the barber. He even had Thelma Lou and the other girlfriend, Opie, of course. It was That's terrifying. Interesting. It was actually the scariest thing I've ever seen. Even Red Dragon when he takes his uh, robe off and he's got all the, the William Blake tattoos. It was way worse than that because it was like, it was like, oh no, I'm gonna die the most ironic death ever. <laughs> Blood sprays across the face of Andy Griffith. Yeah, my blood. What a weird moment, man. It was really weird. And he left, and I was like, why was my boss not here? Why were there no other customers in the stores right now? And it's like one of those things you couldn't even slip it into, you know, fiction because people would be like, yeah, right. You know? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's, it's just so weird. And they were like really well done, very lifelike portraits. Wow. (laughs) Wow, that's pretty creepy. I wanted to point out, like, they would run your ass out of Mayberry if you had tattoos like that. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, isn't uh, Andy Griffith supposed to be nice and wholesome? Yeah, like, shouldn't you have, like, commemorative china plates on your house or something? I'm sure he had those, too. He was going to buy anything and all things Andy Griffith. That was what he was there for. Did they at least look good? I mean, they were well done, but it's really weird to have young Andy Griffith. And, like, imagine having Aunt B's face tattooed on your body. <laughs> He spent hundreds of dollars to have Aunt B's face tattooed on like his upper thigh. Oh man, <laughs> that is strange. Do you guys, so you ha- can at least watch The Sopranos, Aaron. You can just do the favor, do your duty, <laughs> put the DVD in. You don't have to get it etched into your flesh. All right, I, I will. I just got a friend of mine just texted me her HBO Go password today, just today. So I'm oh, gonna be serendipity. On it, man. I'm gonna be on it. I'll get through the uh, the Sopranos. I know I should. It's such a huge it's, part of pop culture. It's 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 really truly amazing. It it ends perfectly. It's got a little. It's got some slow moments here and there, but it's it's one of the great things of the last 25 years in all of art. I think. It's all right, I'm on it. And then I, when I do finish it, I'll let you know what I think happened. Yeah, yeah. Keep us updated on Sopranos. Watch. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> when I get to the end, uh, six months from now. Yeah. I'll give you that well, update. <laughs> It's a tease. It's called a teaser. <laughs> the long con. Here we go. Yes. Yeah. Do you guys have any all ball or flagrant fouls or? Oh yeah, I do. Um, but it's it's. I don't know if we don't. I don't know. If we have to. We don't. Have, I don't know. If we have to formally all ball it. But NHL expanding a thirty first team, so they have an odd number of teams into Las Vegas. Ah, and they're not taking any away. No. Going to go to thirty one. 
Hmm. Man, that's going to be a scheduling nightmare. Yeah. So when are they going to start? This coming season? The expansion draft will be held on June 20th, 2017. So probably, okay. yeah, I imagine they'll start the next, not the season, coming season, but the next one. Okay. The, the report... Uh, Sirius XM, your uh, boss, uh, reported that the team would be named the Black Knights. Oh. But the owner uh, told uh, the reporter, eh, not yet. Well, you name yourself the Black Knight, and all I can picture is the guy getting his limbs hacked off in uh, money <laughs> and money Python, you know? And, it's just a flesh wound. Fuck! It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> it, well, and, and then now, of course, you know, the Raiders are pushing to get in Vegas. Do we think Vegas? Do, do, should all these all. Vegas has, has never had any professional sports teams. Is it a good idea to dump all these professional sports teams onto Vegas? I don't know. It's like we took our eyes off of the traditional sports gambling with all the uh, daily fantasy sports scandals that's going on. So now everybody's just sweeping in under the radar right now. I'm going all ball, man. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense to me. But who's going to – so it's going to be a stadium full of fans composed entirely of strippers and blackjack dealers? And and old people looking to save on their taxes. Like who's gonna who who's gonna be the fan base in Vegas? It's such a tourist town, you know. Uh, having never been to Vegas, I don't really know what uh what it's like. Yeah, guys, I'm not living over here. I've never been to Vegas. Never seen The Sopranos. I'm boring. Have you seen Casino? Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> oh, you've been to Vegas then. Okay, yeah, that's what I. Fig- I mean, I've been to Atlantic City. It's probably Atlantic yeah. City on steroids. I get it. I won't even ask about Boardwalk Empire. That's a bridge too far. I haven't seen. No, I haven't seen that either. Any HBO show, I probably haven't seen it, except for True Detective. <laughs> no, picked a good one, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I don't know why I feel weird about going to Vegas. And then I I do think it's interesting the NFL's the N or sorry the yeah the NFL's very very tricky relationship with gambling. And I think a move to Vegas would maybe tip the scales, as it were, a little bit. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't understand job. how though. That's- like, that that's my like. What's the difference if there's a franchise there, or if there isn't? People are still gonna be in Vegas gambling. So explain to me a scenario where this becomes a problem. It's more. I think it's it's. You're right that I don't know that there's any practical difference, but I, I think in a uh, it's kind of. Um, I mean, Vegas is a town built entirely on gambling, so it's kind of like a handshake. It's it's about perception. That's a, the, the same thing yeah. has happened with Major League Baseball when they've tried to. Uh, whoa. Hey. Um, yeah, when they've tried to expand over there, or at least thought about doing so, um, that's kind of created problems for them. I think actually several several years ago, gosh, this is probably, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 years ago, I think the uh, Oakland A's had to play a series in Las Vegas because something was happening with their home stadium. And um, there was kind of, I remember there was kind of a to-do about that at the time, and they had to go through a bunch of, you know, um, jump through a bunch of hoops to even make that happen just to play three games out there. Um, granted, their field is horrible, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, re- the reality of it, once you get past the perception, I, I don't know. I mean, people live out there. People will follow the team. Yeah, I mean, weird certainly- lizard people. Well, <laughs> I mean, it can't, it can't be any worse than, you know, I mean, some of those teams, like in baseball, teams in Florida, they just, it doesn't work. Um, you know, on the major league level, I, I can't imagine that a team like uh, – station in Vegas would do any worse than that. I don't know how that translates to other sports, but I can't imagine that it would be all that dissimilar. You think you got to assume there's they're thinking the tourists will go to these games the way they go to other attractions, right? Yeah, pro- probably the tourists will go. I mean, 
you know, speaking as someone who has lived in San Diego uh, for a long time in Los Angeles before that, you do have a lot of people coming here and visiting and they, it's like, Oh, Hey, we're going to schedule it when the Cubs are in town. We're going to schedule our vacation when, you know, the, you know, if the Yankees are, I think the Yankees are actually playing here this year. So we're going to get a bunch of people to come to that. Um, you probably have a lot of that out in Vegas and be like, Oh, Hey, our favorite team is going there, which is really annoying when you actually go to the game in Europe. You, you live in that town and like your whole stadium is overrun by visiting fans, but that's a whole other story because they don't care as long as they're making money. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine that they get a lot of people in from out of town and, you know, if they don't completely suck, they'll probably eventually build, build a fan base of their own. Yeah. I'm, I gotta tell you, I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical that the whole thing's going to work. You think the Sopranos are going to roll into town and break a couple kneecaps? Uh, God willing, make it. A, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Hockey in Las Vegas just seems weird. Football seems less weird to me. Football is so massive that it's like, oh, okay, you could probably put a football team anywhere and people will draw. It'll draw. Yeah, and it's but not as many games kind of, either. Yeah, exactly. But hockey's pretty. I, I love hockey, but it's 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 become a niche sport thanks to the '90s lockout. I mean, they screwed themselves so badly when they got a little bit of momentum, and I don't think they've ever really recovered. That between that and the neutral zone trap, I mean, hockey got so boring oh, in, the, in the late nineties, and it was like, it, remember how popular it was uh, uh, in like ninety two, ninety three, when the, when the year the Rangers won the series. Oh yeah. Oh man, that was such a great year for hockey, and it was like it was on ESPN. It was starting to become on, you know, Fox was running. They had the stupid robots and the blue glow around the puck, so the novices could see it and all that. I loved and, that. Oh, I hated that thing. You could never tell when they scored because it just turned it into like a giant highlighter streak color. I know I'm in the minority, but it, sometimes it's tough to see that puck. It just looks like a bunch of guys are skating around the ice and then eventually someone puts their arms up and the others follow suit. I, yeah, I, I, two things. I think high def has improved hockey immensely because Definitely. I think that makes a huge difference yeah. following the puck. I think that's the sport that's benefited the most maybe. Mm-hmm. Um and I, and I also, I used to play hockey, so like you can kind of follow where the puck is by the position everyone's taking sure, if you're yeah. played. But I guess if you're, I mean, I, not like I was good or anything, but I, I kind of get what everyone's doing when they don't have the puck, you, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's more like following the action. But I see people's complaints or when the, when the puck goes behind the boards, you know, what are you going to do? You, you literally can't see the puck. Yeah. Yes. Well, I believe I'll, it's a better live sport, by the way. I Live, I think it's much easier to keep track oh, of. Oh, no doubt. Uh, yeah, honestly, as a, as a big baseball fan, I think that hockey is the best, with the possible exception of volleyball, is the best um, live spectator sport. Where the hell do we get this guy from? Volleyball? Coming out of nowhere with the volleyball? Uh, dude, college volleyball? You go watch college volleyball? It's insane. It is kind of fun to watch, but I don't it's, know if I I don't intense. know if I put it quite up there. But, uh, but yeah, no, I think hockey it's definitely... Intense, but hockey's great. Hockey is the sport that I think the most people don't think they care about that if they went to a live game would be surprisingly pulled in. Yeah, a lot I, of action, I'd have to agree with that. You know, a lot of fluid movement. And, they, and it's just when you see it live, everything they're doing makes so much more sense. But when they do the cuts on TV, it makes it really hard to keep track of that puck. Plus, I met my wife at a hockey game, so I'm kind of biased. Oh, that's uh, nice. What game? Yeah. Minor was, league? Or, minor pro? league, yeah. Yeah, the old San Diego goals. Uh, 
a long, <laughs> a long, how long did, time ago. How did you meet? Heiko? What, what did you, uh, did you so save you her know, from an errant puck or anything? Or anything? No, <laughs> no, 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 you know me, I'm boring. It was nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing so exciting as that. So no, I'm going to guess this starts off with you getting a beer. <laughs> no, no, it's so it's it's not even that exciting it's man this is, this is such a letdown no we were we were uh we worked together at the same place and we had a um we had a group of friends that all went out to hockey games periodically and and one time we were both the first people there and we kind of recognized each other so we started talking and then i when we got inside i sat myself next to her and we pretty much talked the whole the whole game and then i we went out on a date the next night and then like 23 years later we're still together so nice wow. that's a that's that's a pretty darn good story i i guess i made an okay impression <laughs> yeah so you 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 see you see your wife outside of the hockey arena do you of course not your wife at the time just this lady you work with is your first what is your first thought like hey nobody else is around and this pretty lady is all by herself you know like where you thought like i'm gonna like you sat next to her on purpose were you like working it from day the mo first moment or did it kind of fall in together um no, it wasn't. You know what? I never, I'm so bad at planning. It was not even anything like that. It was just, uh, it was really just, oh, hey, I know her. I'll talk to her. And while we're waiting for the people I really know, you know, since, because we're just like, you know, it's, it's like, ah, I kind of know her. I don't want to be like a jerk and not say anything. And sure. And I started talking to her and we just, we kind of hit it off. And, and, um, you know, she wasn't sick of me after three hours at a hockey game. And, and then we went to see, um, Worst date movie ever the next night. Great movie, but just, man, worst worst first date movie ever. We saw Shortcuts. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. But yeah, that's a, it's a weird, it's a, it's weird date awesome movie. movie. It's an awesome movie, but man, it's like the worst first date movie ever. It's like two hours and 45 <laughs> minutes long. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's uh, it's not altogether pleasant, is I guess, understating it. But it's such a great movie. <laughs> worst date movie you've ever been on. Was that it? Would you say that was the worst move? Like in terms of move, uh, with the move. You know, you know what we? Uh, it was like really weird. So we were, we we went on this. We we went. We did that, and then I think the second movie we saw together was like we were. We went and saw like Farewell, My Concubine. Uh -huh. I think. So we're we're like seeing these really dark things, and then the third movie we saw because we kind of needed a palate cleanser was uh, Cabin Boy. <laughs> ah, nice. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but probably probably Shortcuts was. Um, I I think. I think the good thing was I realized once she survived that experience with me, we were probably going to be all right. Huh. Aaron, can you think of yours? Worst movie you ever saw on a date? Yeah, uh, I think it was Monsters, Inc. That Really? That was the worst movie you ever saw on a date? That's not that bad. It's no, cute, it's, right? it's a good movie, and I like the movie. It was just the circumstances surrounding it. Uh, oh, so it was a bad. It was more the date than the movie. Yeah, totally, totally. It was. Uh, have you ever have you ever had, had a gate that was going well that the, you saw a movie and you're like, oh, this is not helping. <laughs> well, <sighs> no, but uh, I guess I mean my wife and I went to go see uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Ja, yeah. So mm, that, yeah. that that there's a few scenes in there where it, it's a little rough, but we both knew what we were getting into. It's just yeah. that, just that my yeah. my wife left and went to the bathroom before the the worst of it happened and uh, i'm just sitting there struggling with the the idea of what's in front of me as far as uh rooney mara's sure. uh, body is very attractive uh but uh just the whole scenario surrounding it was very odd yeah. so very upsetting yeah yeah so, so that one was a little awkward
My wife and I once uh, were going to go to dinner and movie, and we went to see uh, Million Dollar Baby, now that's in my brain, and it was so awful and depressing. We hated it so much, we just said, you know, I'm not even hungry anymore, and we just went home, and we had an argument, and then we read books quietly and went to bed. Uh, <laughs> but actually, far worse than that was uh, there's a lady who's actually quite successful in the publishing industry now. Her name is Jessa Crispin. Uh, she used to run a literary website. And I, I quite fancy her, and I think I tricked her into thinking that I was a little bit older than I was, and I scored a, I scored a date with her very improbably when I was a much, much younger man in Chicago, and uh, and 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 she was seemed improbably, uh, she was willing, willing, improbably willing, I guess would be about willing as far as I could go. It's like, yeah, let's go out, and she, and there was two two choices, and she's like, oh, I'd really like to see that Robert Altman movie about the ballerinas, uh, the company. <laughs> Uh, and it just sounded boring to me. And in my youthfulness, I just went with the movie I'd heard about. And I was like, you know, that movie I really want to see is let's go see the movie Monster. Oh, that's the one so, where Charlize Theron gets ugly on purpose. Uh, and then, yeah, is repeatedly sexually assaulted ah. before she then turns the tables and starts beating dudes to death with bats. Oh, boy. Uh, and it's really, really it's a good movie, but it's just deeply upsetting, awful. It's the worst first date movie oh, pretty yeah. much that it's you like, could possibly oh, What kind of message are you trying to send with that choice, Brian? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Step yeah. out of line. This is your future. And it's funny as I didn't even realize how dumb it was until like a couple years later. I just had like a forehead slap moment of like, why did I take her to see Monster? <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it was over before it started. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it was, I was already on pretty thin ice, I think. Yeah. Well, so alas, well, can, she's, uh, she's a famous literary lady now, so good for her. <laughs> yeah, I can say you should have gone with the Altman. It worked for me. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I should have gone for the Altman. Shortcuts at least has moments of levity. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. And Lyle Lovett calling that lady about the cake. Oh, it's brutal. It's 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 an amazing movie. Who's Are you a creepy? Raymond Carver fan as well? Oh, big time. Yeah, me too. Big Raymond yeah. Carver fan. We're diving deep on this one. This stuff is amazing. Yeah, I just I finished reading that. Uh, what was that? Uh, the collection of short stories, Cathedral. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. It's got about ten or eleven stories, including that one. Um, I just read. I read that a few months ago, and it was just you know, as you would expect, completely blown away. I mean, this stuff is so tight. Yep. I yep. feel like Every you guys are dropping Carter. gems for anybody that remembers the Jimmy Carter administration, but it's <laughs> way over my head. <laughs> Sorry if I'm cultured, Aaron. <laughs> you can get back to pretending to be stone with your half mouth dog. <laughs> Not my dog, man. I don't have the heart for that. Yeah, that's right. I'm not, I would never put that on you. That's, uh, am, oh my God. I am not built for that. My parents are saints. Uh, but They're going to put that dog on your family crest. Oh my God. Uh, you got to run, right, Jeff? Yeah, I got to get moving here. All right. Got a show to see. Well, let's wrap it up. Jeff's got to get to this concert, and uh, I'm going camping, so I got to get ready for that. So. Nice. Uh, I'm not doing anything, but I recommend anybody who has an extra 20 minutes they thought they were going to spend on the podcast go to YouTube, watch some pro stars, uh, report and back. then email us and tell you tell us how it went. Yes, please email us. I would love to get people's pro stars reviews. <laughs> ob3show at gmail dot com, and on yes. Twitter at ob3 place to be. I'm at Aaron Hodges. Where can they get you guys? I'm at Real Brian Miller, Brian with a Y on Twitter, and I'm on Facebook, Brian Miller with a Y, and Brian Miller Comedy uh, is my website. I'm at underscore Jeff Young on Twitter, and uh, you can find my baseball writing and uh, other such stuff on crookedscoreboard.com. 
We're out. Leave us a rating and review on iTunes. We'll talk to you guys very soon. See you next week. Got me sexy, I don't care if only I know oh, oh, oh.